Welcome to Awake and Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. What's up, motherfuckers? Good morning. Good morrow. Good morrow. You guys, today is a super exciting episode we have for you. It's been a long time coming. I feel like every single episode we go, nah, we're definitely going to do an interview with this person soon. Well, today is day one of the series, Authentic Chats with Allie. Ooh. Right? Just came up with that. I love <laughs> that was to be the series. Yeah. Because <laughs> I fucking said it on the air. So, um, all right, you guys. If you don't know who Allie is and you have been accidentally living under a rock, don't yeah. worry, we got you. Allie is a Cincinnati native artist who creates art representing the beauty in ourselves and the world around us. Her art has been published in Cincinnati Magazine, and it can also be found at City Flea, on the walls of Coffee Emporium, and a ton of other coffee shops throughout the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area. And she's at art shows every single month. So if you want to keep up with her, you can head over to her website at authenticallyally.org. Her Instagram is also authentically underscore Allie. And fun fucking fact, guys, Allie is the designer of our Awake and Bake logo. So yeah, it's um, an honor to have you on the show today, Ali. Hi. Woo, hi. I'm so excited. How are you feeling? Um, to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous because okay. I usually don't listen to myself talk. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm like mostly, I'm mostly excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> well, we're really excited too because the reason Ali's on today specifically is because this past weekend, Ali had a quantum leap and we asked her to come on today so she could tell us about it and talk about what led up to it, how it happened, and most importantly, what she learned from this experience. And I wanted to get her in here while it was fresh because, you know, like we have to like get this, it's a success story. And we always talk about how it's important to listen to high vibrational content, you know, meaningful conversations. So we needed to get this bitch in here ASAP. I literally have my pen and paper ready so I can just like free journal while she's talking and like take it all in. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, I, I, I do too. I do too. I, I'm really excited. <laughs> so yeah, Allie, um, go. It's all you. It's all you. Okay. Okay. So I guess I'll kind of give like a brief recap of, of where I went this weekend. This weekend, um, I had like an in-person, I sold art in person, which is a big deal. I started my business during the pandemic. It was years before I was able to finally sell in person. So now I'm doing it and like living all the dreams that I have written about for years now. Um, and it's kind of surreal, um, but I'm finally stepping into my power of like accepting that I do have something worthy to say and I'm worthy of telling my story and like I have something of worth and value to share and kind of stepping into that. Yeah. Um, which I guess is kind of just really exactly how I quantum leapt this weekend. Um, and I learned about quantum leaping on Awake and Bake. I listen to Awake and Bake every morning, like on my commutes and stuff like that. That's and awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 these my bitches. So, <laughs> um, I, I do also smoke weed and I am also fried. So I'm also we weird. Also guys so like smoking before let's just together. clear the air. I'm a weird bitch. I'm gonna get weird. <laughs> She's weird. Um, She's so She's exactly what Dick is. Yeah. So I forget what I was saying now, but basically <laughs> 
this weekend was kind of the culmination of everything that I've been thinking about and seeing it come to life is really crazy. And I learned about, I wouldn't have known that I quantum leapt had I not listened to Awake and Bake about like quantum leaping and how it really is just this, I don't know, this burst of confidence where you actually just know that your life is different from this point on. Mm -hmm. And you accept that and you just fully step into it. It's literally for, I guess, lack of a better term, being as if. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's completely it. And not being afraid of that. Yeah. And yeah. stepping stepping into your power and owning it and understanding that you are whoever you are, whatever it is that you're doing, when you're in alignment, you are worthy of being heard and seen. And that is what will change other people too. Mm -hmm. Um and being your authentic self and all of those things, like those are the level or those are the steps that you take to level up to quantum leap to make such a vast difference in your life so quickly and, um, and I think Allie can you kind of like touch on so you and I have talked about it sometimes feels selfish to do these things because you think like by focusing on myself by focusing on my personal passions like that how is that benefiting other people like that's my personal situation like maybe I should be out here you know um well, for instance, Ali used to live in Africa. Uh, Ali's in the Peace Corps <laughs> for a few years. Um, yeah. yeah. Zero. Um, and she lived in Africa for multiple years. She was really like, you know, in person doing the work, not just like talking shit on social media, you know, like, oh my God, bitches, like share this. Like she wasn't performative. My bitch was out here. <laughs> um, and, and so I think like, but some of us like have guilt around choosing like, is it okay to choose ourselves um, and to go toward our passions, even when like, you know, there's people out here like doing things like that. You know what I mean? Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. Because it was probably the greatest struggle of my life. I used to always say things like, if I didn't, if I didn't have a more responsibility to help people, then I would do this. Yep. If I didn't have to work for other people, then I would do this because I always put serving other people above yep. serving yourself. And I was taught that that's how you find value, that the productivity that you have, the um, like you have to do it for others and you have to do it perfectly and you have to not complain about it ever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, that is a narrative forced on a, a lot of women or present women presenting as like when they're children, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. girls when they're young. Yes, um, yes. And people sending that narrative. And that's why all of these kinds of professions, Kelsey knows as a nurse, yeah, <laughs> I was a teacher. Um, and like just this expectation that your value comes from how much you devalue yourself. Completely. As selfless as you are is how much you get value from others. So I have to go above and beyond to serve everybody else around me and if I'm not happy doing that, then there's something wrong with me. Yep. Like, aren't you doing it for the kids? Aren't you, isn't this what you're here for? Like, and really yeah. what, what you realize is, was I making a difference during those times? Yes. I'm not going to take away from the dreams that I was chasing and with the information that I knew and where I was on my path. I needed all of those to get here. But the impact that I'm making now 
and that I'm going to continue making from here out is going to be far greater, far deeper, because I am taking care of myself first. Yes. And oh. instead of constantly searching for value in what I'm able to do, whether it was, I played soccer my whole life. So, and I, that was like, I think that was one where my like love, like I first found freedom, but also where I first found like the most criticism that I would face Okay. in a way too, as I got older, because I was constantly playing competitively. So, and, and it was criticism I put on myself. It was criticism that I also put on myself to always have to outperform and like yeah. be the best and be like on top of everything. Yeah. And, um, but I think that that's just something that's also put on women a lot too. It's just the idea, this superwoman thing of like, I can do it all and look good doing it. And it's like, we're so I tired do. of that. Exactly. We're so tired of that. Like, that's not real. That's Absolutely. not real. Um, that's not how people really live. We can't live like that. If people are living like that, we need to like help them. Like this is yeah, stupid. That's not the point. This, this narrative, this narrative is feeding all of the wrong things. And we are going to keep running into depleted people who can't give anymore to anyone else because they have nothing left to give. Instead of like, we need to change the world from the inside out. Yes. From yes. the feminine, from the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. like, I love Bring that. it to you and then it will overflow to everyone else. And that is kind of like the whole point of everything that I do. And the reality of being able to talk to people about that in person this weekend is what made me quantum leap. Mm -hmm. It was the reality of like, oh, now I understand that the work that I'm doing, the conversations that I'm having and who I am is making a difference. So, so now I, I'm working from this level up. Like I'm no yes. longer working to be the artist or the person or the woman that I wanted to be. I am her. And now Absolutely. I'm like, I'm yeah. And now it's like the next, now but it's the next goal. Guys, am I high or did we tell our audience what you have, what you did this weekend? We just keep saying this weekend. We did. I said I was in an art show, right? At City Flea? Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, I'm high. <laughs> I, I, I fuck, know. I think. Yeah, oh my God, I'm also show. high. Allie was in an art show this weekend at City Flea. It wasn't an art show. It's like a whole flea It's market like a maker, they call it like a maker's market. Maker's like, market. There's anyway. so many different, there's so many different people that are selling so many different things. And that's like the beauty of it is it just brings these same kind of like-minded individuals together. So it's like seeing the people that decide to walk up to my art and the conversations that they have with me. And, um, you know, and those conversations only come from me being vulnerable and saying like, I am an artist, I'm gonna stand up and put my artwork out there. And then other people feed off that energy and then they come up and it's like, instead of us having, you know, small talk conversations, we're immediately having conversations about, you know, abusive past relationships that I was in and how that relates to what they're feeling right now as they retire. You know, it's like, it brings like these stories that we're all facing and that we all are facing constantly all the time together and we're not always talking about them. But art has a way of like breaching that space and pulling people in. 
And instead of beating around the bush, we're able to just have like this heart to heart conversation without even knowing each other. That's, that's fucking and amazing. And that's like, and so you could say that it's at something as city as Silly Flea where it's like a maker's mart and we're just outside and I'm selling my art under a tent. And, but like the transformations that are happening, like within that space and within like the conversations that we're having and whatnot, like it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. People walk away smiling. I walk away smiling. People like, I don't know. It's just something that it lifts you up when you are able to see someone else's humanity I and for them to see yours fully. How do you and then you guys can? How do you get to be in it? Like what is? So you have to apply. Okay. So it's like, it's, um, it's basically like this big, like, yeah, maker's mark. So there's like yes. thrift shops there. There's um, like food places. There's people who are selling vintage goods. There were other artists. There's like nice. spiritual people who are selling like crystals, like, ah, yeah. and it's like once a month. So um, I had to apply. And to be honest with you, I applied last year too. And I didn't get in. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get in. And I was, I was hurt by that. And I even applied earlier this year, they had another market that was like for women makers and I didn't get into that either. Wow. But I got into this one. Yeah. And then I got into the July one. And then like, they're like, it all happened in divine timing. Like I just trusted and believed that I had something to say and to share and like that this is what I want to do. I just fell in love. I want to talk about boobs with women. I want to talk about our periods and art. Like this is what I want to do. And I'm having so much more fun now making such an impact, having fun rather than, you know, trying to be everything for everyone else all the time. Well, and you're still, so what I was getting from when you were talking, I was writing down some themes I was noticing. And by you stepping into your truth and serving yourself and just really doing the things that as a child, your childhood self always wanted to do, right? Yes. So by by doing that and serving your inner child and living your truth, that's gonna inspire so many young women after you to like, oh, I can do that too. Like. I love to do art or I love to make people feel good or I love to like be bold and like be on the stage or whatever, like, because you're like, hey, I wanted to do this. And so then I did it and I was successful. That's gonna inspire so many girls, not even just young girls, but like, I wish that when I, I felt like I didn't have a role model like that until I was in high school. Um, And like, to know that like, when you're going to City Flea, you're getting to interact with like, families sometimes like little Mm -hmm. kids like yeah and And that's honestly my favorite part like I I love kids I love kids I loved being a teacher it was not the kids that made me not want to be a teacher (laughs) like yeah um but like I Danny knew me when I was younger Mm -hmm. and I wore Converse in like seventh grade um which was like what 20 I'm like 2008, that's not how you say it. 2008. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't wrong. Yeah, like 2008, okay? I was obsessed with the Jonas Brothers. I bought black high top Converse. It was not cool at the time. Mm -hmm. Like, it was not cool. Um, And I would wear like different shoe strings with them all the time. So I had like little goldfish ones, like cheetah print. I had like bright orange, bright blue. And I got made fun of a lot in grade school, like a lot. 
Kids are fucking mean. Yeah, and I'll be damned if I didn't still wear those Converse every day. Like, (laughs) right. So I'm kind of trying to take that energy and like pay tribute to like little Allie who was just living her fucking life. And And didn't like, no, yeah. And I was independent as hell from like birth. Yeah. I promise if you talk to her for five seconds, (laughs) like these, like, this has been inherent in me and like i think all the things that have happened in the last seven to eight years of my life have led me to like this pivotal moment where i understand the culmination of all that i've learned and all that i've become is here and now and it's like this this is like my dream i'm actually living it like yeah and it might not look exactly how i planned it would look but it feels that good Uh, That is, I think, the main thing that people need to hear. Like, we need to stop. um, First of all, Allie and I have been having a lot of deep talks recently, and we were kind of talking about how instead of putting like a timeline on things, so like, it's okay to have goals. You should have goals. That's awesome. We should always be wanting to like learn more and do more. Um, But it's important too to like be in the moment and like, whatever like everything that you have going on now appreciate it for what it is now and then be open to whatever blessings the universe like just understand like hey like i know it's all in divine timing i'm going to receive it when i need to yeah right it's like the Abraham hicks when she says like that people need to understand that like what you're manifesting like if it's not here it's just because it's not time like you don't like stop wasting time being mad about like it's just it's not time right right. yeah and she also has this metaphor that she or they use abraham um yeah sorry i think i I know because i'm like it's esther but it's abraham yeah um (laughs) when i'm listening to her at least and they say like you don't want to eat all of the good food that you're going to eat in your life today like you want to be able to eat good food every single time you eat food you want it to be a continuous process that un- continuously yes. unfolds in front of you mm-hmm. you get to keep trying new foods think of your dreams that way like you're uh, allowed to have a thousand dreams and let them be small and big and let them unfold in front of you mm-hmm. enjoy how they come about open uh, your heart to the possibilities of what your life can be mm-hmm. because that's when you're going to receive what is meant for you. Absolutely. You know? And yeah, I feel like I'm like having like an out-of-body experience talking about it. Oh, this <laughs> is so what cool. I mean because it's so like it's just so ingrained in my thinking right now. That's incredible. That That's like one. It's so wild. I just love the way that you said that it might not look the way I thought it would, but it feels like that. Like, I just feel like that is the most like profound thing I've heard in a while. I mean, like, let's like, for example, two years ago, I, I had Authentically Ali. I was making art. Right. I was also in a job that was draining me completely mm-hmm. in a relationship that was super unhealthy. Yeah. And like the only thing that was getting me through was this hope that like I would have this one day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just the hope that like it's not always going to be like this. I know that I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how this is going to be over. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I just know that this is what I want. Right? Yeah. And like 
taking small steps of courage every day, choosing every day to take steps towards those goals. And, and like now side. finally getting to see them come to life. And that's that's what this weekend was about, you know, selling my art that I have worked on through those years. You know, I put all the pain of those years, all the confusion, all the doubts, all the hope, everything that I wanted into those paintings. And then I was able to talk about it with like people that- That's, that's what I wanted to ask yeah. you about actually about. So when you said like, you were able to have these deep conversations with people who you just meet and then you come up and you're suddenly both talking about like, mm -hmm. like, like a sexual experience or something like that. Right. So like, <laughs> I'm obsessed with these art conversations, but I want to know like, how do these, how do they get started? And also, is it kind of one of those things where like, so you make a piece of art, right? And someone comes up and like, do they ever say like, oh, this piece reminds me of this. And like, are they ever wrong or are they ever right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are those? I want to know what those art conversations are like. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really happens differently every time. And I think that's the wonderful part of it is every time I sell my art, it like the, the conversations that come up just are so organic. And so sometimes, you know, someone will walk up and they'll just be browsing around and whatnot. And I usually try to introduce myself and ask the person like what their name is. And I just say like, I'm an artist. I'm gonna have any questions. Um, but if they're staring at something for a while, if they kind of point at it to their friend and they're talking about it or something like that, I like peek my nose in like, yeah, that's about us. <laughs> and then I, then I kind of start a conversation. Sometimes people walk up and they're just real bold. Like, what's the muse behind your art? And I'm like, uh, hi. Um, <laughs> and that did happen this weekend. Someone asked me like, what is the muse behind your art? And um, this is like a very quantum leap answer, like a very defining moment. I was like, me, I am the muse. I am the reason that I do what I do. And to go back to Danielle, what you were talking about before about like feeling selfish and choosing that, like we are far more selfish in thinking that we can help everybody than in actually taking care of ourselves and helping ourselves. That's that makes sense. Because why do we not deserve that same amount? Right, right. So it's it's about taking all of that care, giving it to yourself, and then letting it overflow naturally. That kind of love, that pure energy, that's what's going to change people. That's what's going to move people. You know what I mean? That and makes sense. yeah. Um, like, like when you think about too, like, I don't know, like how they say with plants, like if you talk nice to a plant, it grows healthier. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's, it's the same, it's the same concept. And so like, I've said this to Danielle before, like, I try to imagine myself constantly as my inner child. Like that is the thing that has like guided me. And really I started thinking about that when I was teaching kids. Cause I'm trying to teach kids, follow your dreams. Like you can do anything yeah. like mm -hmm. about this, all these things and talking to them with the utmost compassion, like the most patience that I've ever practiced in the world. And, you know, with the hopes that it's really going to make a difference in their lives. Mm -hmm. And if I believe that that kind of love is going to make a difference in their lives, then I have to believe that that kind of love is going to make a difference in my life. So why would I not give that to myself? Bitch, uh, my mind is blowing. 
Because, I mean, dude, dude, that not like, okay, this could just be me spiraling okay. on this topic, but like, when you know how you know, I feel like I'm spiraling this whole conversation. Yeah, that's awesome, though. <laughs> but like, when, when a baby is born and like it needs to bond with its mother, and when it doesn't mm-hmm. get that, how it doesn't feel love, and then sometimes it ends up having later on like so many like issues with emotions and like mental yeah. that all makes sense because why would that stop? Right. Okay. So, the synchronicity of this. So I've been like listening to all of this and part of what's, I'm like getting emotional um, because I do relate to this so much um, because right, like Ellie said, like I was a nurse and I left that. And like, that is something that my mother and I still don't, like she still does not get that. Like she doesn't understand self-love. She still feels mm-hmm. very strongly that like, I should be doing that. I should be giving myself to the, to the world. She does not. She doesn't even like mention the podcast. I feel totally fine saying this on here because she'll never listen to it. Like she doesn't, you know, um, yeah. for you to like say that, that was like such a crazy thing. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, just saying. <laughs> hey, yeah. Kelsey is moved. Kelsey is moved. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Stop, I'll um, cry, I'll cry. No, I'm just like, I, I'm so happy that I have you and like, met you in my life when I was brave enough to do something like this because like that's exactly what this is like it's you're gonna do things and you're gonna like hurt people and like but it doesn't matter because you're doing it for you and you're worth that mm-hmm. like <laughs> I um I wrote this thing so I have like five million notes on my phone and I have these thoughts all the time and this is like what I try to think about constantly and kind of what you're talking about like that rat like radical self-love is what I like to call it of like there's there's an author I forget her name but she coined the term but radical self-love is to like I'm not uh, let me read this because it kind of describes the self-love I'm talking about and um I think it'll yeah I think it'll tie in really well so it says I'm not talking about self-love like taking bubble baths and buying myself a meal. I'm talking about self-love like I love you, but I deserve better than this and walking away even when you don't know where the next steps will take you. I'm talking about self-love like holding my stomach fat and in my hands gently. Loving myself so much, I'm not afraid of disappointing anyone. I'm not talking self-love like not caring about what haters think. I'm talking about self-love like disappointing people you love by following your own truth. I'm talking about self-love, like I know what I need to do and I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I know that I got me. I'm talking about self-love, like every step is scary, but also vital. Knowing that I deserve a life of love and joy. And even if that is selfish, what is so wrong with that? I'm talking about self-love, like buying a pair of jeans that fits and not abusing myself about the size. I'm talking about self-love, like wearing the outfit I have always dreamed of wearing and letting my stomach and my thighs be a part of the art. And there's like kind of three other parts to it that like (laughs) randomly are in other notes, but it's when I'm having those kinds of like moments, like you could call them downloads where I don't want to forget what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And I used to, God, I mean, I I talked about self-love when I was 17, but I did not talk to myself like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the journey of self-love that you go on, the depths that you can reach. Exactly. Like, um, it, it you and understanding that you are worthy of that. You deserve that. You, whoever you are listening to this, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. And you 
will only belong to yourself in this life. That is the only guarantee is that you will be with you. Mm-hmm. And so why would you not start from there with okay. like, everything? You know what I mean? Yeah. And every choice that you make, everything that you think, like you have to be so delicate because you are the only thing that you know will take care of you. Ali, like you know I, I mean? the woman was too stunned to speak, right? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just feeling so like, proud of us because like right like 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 you said like this is the moment that you were able to be like oh I made it like right because like think you know thinking back of how even like the start of my spiritual journey how I journaled how I self-loved then and then like right where mm-hmm. I am now and the things that I do now like you just said like it's so wild to be like wow I'm at a point where we can have these conversations and I feel like people can listen to this and I feel confident knowing like I know where we're coming from like we mm-hmm. we're so like this is so proof like this is so real like this is it works like this is like like we're sitting here being like you can it's okay to crash and burn or whatever you like yeah bad times are fine you're gonna get through because with the three girls sitting here there's been some serious shit that yeah like (laughs) we've been through some shit like and it's fine like yeah and i yeah and and owning your story and understanding that your story is worthy of being heard and i was taught i had therapy this morning before our um meeting today and I told my therapist, like, oh my God, I'm going to be on a wake and bake. I'm so excited, really nervous, all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I was kind of talking to them about like being on an episode. And then they said like, oh, it's going to be like multiple episodes. And it was kind of this realization of like, okay, yeah, I do have something to say and I'm going to own that. And like, you know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, like I, we have put in serious work (laughs) and my therapist, um, was so sweet to me today and encouraging me and she was like um you know like the the your favorite clients are the people who you get something from in return like you have to understand that your progress and the way that you came through it is what makes your story worthy of being heard because that's what I want everyone to understand you have a choice yeah you have a choice you have small choices you have big choices you have a choice right now with every thought that you think, with every action that you do to choose what is going to benefit you. And, and benefit you and not harm others, of course. You know what I mean? Right. But I think that most of the people here that listen to this podcast are probably overextended and not giving themselves enough self-love. Yeah, absolutely. I guess. You know what, I'm not, I don't see any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it's been a long, like I, and I was uncomfortable speaking so vulnerably about my story and I've haven't been always comfortable talking about my art and stuff like that and I almost think that that's why I didn't get into art shows for a while because I don't know that I was ready to really share what yeah what I was going through what I've went through what was put behind each piece I don't know if I was ready and now it's like time like I have taken this step and it's like that that quantum leap of like understanding that what got me here will no longer get me there. Right. You know what and I mean? And, and like, like not talk bad about your previous self. Like, yeah, um, there's this, uh, there's this trend on TikTok right now where it's like, when I'm 
being mean to myself. And then I remember I'm also talking to her and then they show them as a baby oh. and then as a little kid. And like, that has been like really hitting home oh for me. Oh my God, I did yeah. not know that. that and like, scary. I would love it if we could dive into more on how we talked about like different choices. Um, we're gonna take a really quick ad and then we're gonna go ahead into more from Miss Allie. Woo. All right, you guys, welcome back. So we just left off talking about so many incredible things. Literally, Kelsey was crying the entire time. <laughs> um, and so now we kind of wanted to do the second half of the episode, just talking like free form throwing out topics that we've all kind of talked about. And we want to start off with the topic of choices. Like one thing that like really helped Allie get to where she is today is the choices that she made. And I think it's cool how she mentioned, even though she was like bullied, she still was true to herself. Like she never like dimmed her own light. And I talked about in the other episode, like when you're getting over like a breakup or um, like to lean more into who you are, don't like, cause sometimes we feel like if we're not accepted, then we should make ourselves smaller. But like, you need to do the opposite. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's really, it's like, yeah. Like you're afraid that being who you are will make people not love you but it will just make the right people love you. Like exactly. people just being who you are will actually just make you find more people who will appreciate that. So, but if you're always, you know, trying to be something that you're not or thinking that you have to be a certain way because of what someone tells you, your parents, your like siblings, whatever, teachers, whoever it is, like if you live by their standards, you are going to have a life by their standards. Yeah. Like you, if you, if you live by what they say that you should be, then the people that come to you will be in that realm. And if you want something different, you have to be something different. Exactly. You have to choose though. You have to choose those choices and recognize that we all, we all are handed shitty cards and like how you choose to come through it. It's like, yes. What defines you? What will make your next move if that makes sense like I, I said i wasn't gonna say it but i'm gonna say it this reminds me of this quote that <laughs> so lil wayne from believe me featuring drake yeah and he says at, at the end of lil wayne's verse he's like ain't about what you walk away from it's about what you walk away with and i yeah. My, that was supposed to be my senior quote but there was a dirty little bitch on the yearbook who didn't like me Right. Um, she didn't right. give me my senior quote. She didn't give me my senior accomplishments or my three things about myself. It was literally just my picture. And then um, my name was also wrong. It said Maya Anderson. In your senior yearbook? Yeah. So you know who you are, bitch. <laughs> wow. Period. Shield. And that's hilarious. Um, what did she say? She said Brooke Shields. Oh my God. It's not a famous person. Yeah, but it was very close. It was very close. <laughs> um, and I really anyway, yeah. Um, and I didn't like the bitch I'm talking about, but we were talking about choosing, like, even like you said, we kind of all have shitty cards. Right. And so like, well, yeah, like, I mean, and I don't mean that. And I don't mean that to demean anything that anyone's gone through. Like, we are all gonna face struggles. We and um, so I'm obsessed with Brene Brown, and she has this quote that she talks about, and it's like the Teddy Roosevelt thing. She talks about it in her TED talk, 
and it's man the arena speech and basically it is if you are going to live your life authentically if you are going to be who you are and live your truth like you're going to get shit thrown at you sometimes but that's the beauty of it like abraham hicks would say like i love the um what is it what does she say i love the Oh, oh, like, uh, I love the mixture or whatever. Like, I love the contrast. 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 Shit. Yeah, she's like, I love the contrast because I can deliberately choose then what I want. Like, you mm-hmm. always have a choice on the smallest frame set. Like, even if you're stuck, um, you know, at a house or you can't move or you can't do these things, like, you can still choose the better feeling thought. And like better feeling. It doesn't even necessarily have to be like amazing and great. I'm not asking you to take like leaps and bounds, but like the better feeling thought. I always just like, and that's kind of what like, that's how I've ended up like following this path that I always had a purpose, but the way that I explored that path was always different. Like the path changed a little bit. And so while I thought that I was finding this or fulfilling this purpose, like first it was through soccer and then it was through like high school clubs and then it was through like Peace Corps in college. Like you find yourself on different paths and enjoy all of those moments, like take those in, but like understand that your purpose is going to take you other places too. And that's okay. Exactly. I like how you said like your purpose is the same, but the path and the journey can change. Yeah, yeah, and that's people like people who are a part of it might change too, and that's like oh yes, 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 yes. yes. and like embracing that that is a full that is a full human experience. Like yeah. you have learned so much from that. Mm-hmm. Like take take what you've learned from that, embrace what you've learned from that, use it to fill yourself with more love, fill the world with more love. Like there's always a way to transmute what you're feeling into something new. I and think, I think like yeah. being your authentic self gives you that opportunity because you're able to choose yourself first and know that you have you and have that grounding. So then whatever comes your way, you know that you're choosing from a healthy place. Like, you know that you're choosing based Whoa. on what you know about yourself. Like, yes. you know I mean? like you're choosing based on your authentic, true self out of a place of self-love and not self-fear or hatred or you know worry about what others might think and I like I like that you're saying to choose self-love and not just like so I think sometimes in our manifesting culture it can go kind of hand in hand with the self-help culture and sometimes self-help gets kind of mixed with the hustle culture where we were talking earlier about don't treat yourself like a robot like you need to choose radical self-compassion radical self-love and radical self-belief yes yes and compassion like you would have for a child in living with that un <laughs> uninhibited fear that you have as a child like you are not afraid to be yourself like when me and danny were kids we were making the cringiest worst youtube videos you could have ever seen they're bad like they're but they're so funny they're so funny no, they're, they're so much fun bad. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's just pure. What and, I love about that is that I was the kid who was not, I never did that. Like I wanted to do that, but the people that I was around, 
it was it was I listened to them and like was like oh that's not cool like yeah I don't I'm not gonna ever put myself out like I fell into the box like I let my and so like I love knowing you guys and like knowing but you like, yeah and my you chose this path and now yes. like, and now I get to embrace it yes. but I've never yeah. embraced like so it's so new like I love like that's why I love hearing you talk about this because it's like oh my god yeah yeah and I'm like I'm just coming to this realization like you know getting like older getting closer to like 30 like you know I am yeah. I have older years now to look back on and reflect on too and like being able to choose to tap into the energy of like my seven-year-old self that was so like independent and wild and feminine but also strong mm -hmm. and like just all of these great things yeah and like honoring her because i shit on her for a long time yeah and i was so I was like it was really weird I was really hard on myself but always preached about self-love and so I was always on this path of learning more and more about it but like learning each time like whoa I would you know thinking back to how I talked to myself when I was 17 like I would never talk to myself that way now yeah but I was still preaching self-love when I was 17 but oh, you yeah, could you just grow to so many different well, levels of it yeah. Another, an interesting fact about Allie is when she was in high school, she actually started a club called Strong Her. And it was- That's beautiful. Yeah. And it was like a, a female empowering club. That's like so Allie's amazing. been doing this shit since she was a kid. That's amazing. Everybody yeah, was in, and that's like everybody was in that club too. I remember I had so many friends. I didn't go to the, uh, the same school as Allie and my friends did, but uh, I remember like every time I'd hang out with them, they'd be like, "We had a strong her meeting, and it was so much fun. Like it was awesome. Yeah, like we. There was just yeah, there was just. I wish I had confidence. you in my youth. I wish I had someone like you at my school because we just had but, nothing like that. And that's exactly why I'm living my life how yeah. I am now because now it's like you oh, can do that and i want yeah. other like kids like yeah. i love so much when i see young women come into my like art booth or yeah. something like that like i lose my mind like i want to show them that like you can be weird you can dress like tinkerbell you can like wear whatever you want you can be a tomboy you can be girly like you can literally yeah. be whatever that you can be bad at things I wish people understood yes. you can be bad at stuff. There is no being bad, but you can like, it doesn't matter. Yes, like, and that's what I, oh my God, I had a conversation. I didn't even know if I told either of you this yet. I had a conversation with a girl this, with this past weekend. She was like 12 or 13, maybe something like that. I don't know. And um, her mom was kind of saying like, see, look, you could do something like this. And she was like, her mom went to say how she um, wouldn't do that because she's too much of a perfectionist. And I'm just like, Jesus, like, 12 year olds like perfectionist won't share her art because <laughs> like that at that age at some point and so you know everyone always says like be who you needed when you were younger and for so long i did not know who that was i honestly thought that becoming a teacher would be who i needed when i was younger yeah but i didn't need a teacher i just needed someone to be themselves yes mm -hmm. unapologetically um, unapologetically i think and not care you know I Bitch, that's the, that is this divine feminine energy that we have been, because the divine feminine, yeah. it, it's creative, it's, it's yeah. flowing, and that's what we've been lacking, and something that, like, 
we really, we talk about this all the time. And like, I really want to introduce this concept to our listeners, the divine feminine rising guys, we are taking over and the men have no fucking idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's why I, that's honestly why I'm so passionate about what I like what I do because it is so feminine based yeah, and it's celebrating that. Like, I just feel like forever when I was a kid, I was always like, um, oh my God, like you're, if you're a girly girl, like God, that was the worst thing to be. Yes. Yeah. You know, like in the two thousands, like yes. you had to like, be like a boy, act like a boy, be stronger than the boys. But then when you got to a certain age, you also better be hot too. It was so Whatever confusing. the fuck that means. Whatever that yeah. means. <laughs> Someone just asked me if I always loved flowers. And I was like, that's so funny because no, I told myself for years, I hate flowers because flowers are so girly. Like I never even- They're so stupid. Why would right. you care about flowers? Exactly. Like whatever. And it's like, no, it's not about caring about flowers. It's just like appreciating them. They're yeah. like, what? And that's not like, yeah. It Yeah. And being <laughs> allowed to have those likes and that's why I almost like go ultra feminine sometimes now that's why my art is so feminine because I want to like rebalance this shit out like and I truly believe like Danny talks about it all the time on here uh it's baby J Mm -hmm. and her YouTube and I watch it all the time and I learn I learn from other women like when I think about my life and the women that I look up to like the people that I look up to it is women Yes. Whether yes. it's athletes, singers, my friends, family, like I look up to women around me and like their stories and their like guidance has led me to where I am. But I also recognize that no one in my life has been in my position where I'm 27 and I don't have kids or a family or like I'm not married. I'm not tethered right. to anything. So it's like what the the possibilities are endless. And we're sitting at this time where I feel like my inner being literally chose to be here at this time because I knew it'd be this feminine awakening. There's just something about the twenties. There is something about this time. It is about to be the roaring twenties, but it's like feminine. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we, we are We've going never to- never take- had this in our society. We've never no. allowed for rest yeah. and also like growth. <laughs> right. and, how, and how COVID was literally the most obvious and like stunning way to say we need to turn inside yeah yeah we need to literally (laughs) we need to slow down Mm -hmm. we need to completely rethink the way that we're defining our society because the way that it's coming to now it's not working right exactly all of the riots right now i think that at the same time that all of these riots are happening up here and they want your chaos up here and they want you furious and it's it's men and masculine energy and toxic masculine energy making their last shot their last go because we are coming and feminine energy is is bringing in the love like it's bringing in it's loving yourself so much that it does overflow and celebrating that like i'm just so sick of women not being able to love being a freaking woman right like i don't want to like I, yeah. I don't want to bash other women. I don't like have any interest in anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just, I just want all of us to thrive together and truly believe that that's what's going to change the world. You know, like it's not a coincidence that when you 
fund women and communities, the entire community turns around. Yeah. Oh my like, God, I love this. This is a statistic. Yeah, we are the creators of life. Everything that exists came through a woman. Yep. Every person that exists, every idea that exists because it had to come through a woman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. so much bigger than us. This and conversation is making my nipples so hard. I was gonna say, I'm <laughs> Yeah. Like for real though. Uh, I love being a woman. Literally <gasps> Queen Harvey. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I, and I just, and that's why I live my life so out there and authentically and confident and awkward and uncomfortable as it is. Like, because I, I know that that's, what's going to make a difference. And I, I think that some people um get really intimidated by that and i think a lot of times i get labeled and i think you might relate to this as like toxically positive or like being unaware of myself like and it's yeah. like no i'm just choosing to right. live like i i, I don't yeah. i'm not giving energy to negative bullshit. like yeah. i don't like i had a i lost a very dear friend because of that like she just saw me living my life happily as like a threat to her because she could not understand how you can do that and it's like but you can like none of right it's like understanding that there is enough love to go around yeah. because we create the love we exactly. are the makers of it yeah there is so much it. of it to go around yeah and um it's not about toxic positivity it's not right. like we don't all talk about the really hard shit that happens because we do and it is hard and there are going to be difficult things that is part of the beauty of the experience. It is the range of emotions that we can feel. It's understanding that you something hurts because there is value behind it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Being able to appreciate then all of the good parts because you know that there are bad things that could come up and that's where your choices come in. You get to choose <laughs> that I'm not gonna be on this vibration anymore. Right. You know? gonna put where up you with quantum leap <laughs> yeah it's literally where you quantum leap and you decide like no more yeah. and it's just like a small step of courage and it doesn't feel like that when no. you take it at all but it's once you take that first step and you're like i'm not taking any more of this and it might be quiet and it might be difficult and you might cry when you say it once you take that first step though you already realign yourself to the center of you, you know, yeah. that same path that you've been following that purpose. And once you realign yourself to that, every step that you take after that becomes easier. And that voice of courage becomes louder and you're able to then like navigate through life so happy and so positive because you have made all of those choices and all of those deliberate decisions and done all that deliberate work so that you can enjoy this life. And that's the thing with the quantum leap is that it is yeah. an immediate there's no time that passes. You you make yeah. it's like you said. You you're not even. It might might be a quiet choice. You might not even realize that you've done it until a second later, and then you're like, whoa, actually now, yeah, that's a totally different life. It feels like it's black yeah. and white now. Like it's like it's the old times. Like yeah, yeah, and um, like recognizing that all of the things that make you scared to take that kind of quantum leap are like pale in comparison to what comes after you make that choice. So it's like, make the choice on, like make the choice afraid, make the choice yeah. uncomfortable, like do it anyway, 
because you know and you have to trust your intuition that whatever is coming on the other side of that choice is good yeah because you're following whatever light is guiding you you're listening to that inner child that was unashamed to be weird as fuck and, you're and didn't care that yeah. you know what i mean did not care about anything in the world but having fun and when you get back to that energy that's when you like find that purpose it's guiding you and that's when it becomes easy to what might look like toxic positivity is actually just gratitude for a life that you brought to yourself yes <laughs> and i'm like it's not that. it's <laughs> Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Us being happy about our lives. I want this feeling so badly for everyone. Yes. That's why I'm so passionate about it. That's why I'm going to have awkward and brave conversations about it. Yes. Because that's what matters. And that's what's going to change people's lives. And And everyone deserves to feel happy. Everyone can do it. You can. It doesn't matter. It's not just like. You, no matter what, you can be here. You can choose to be here. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and when you own that power that you have and you recognize that that power comes from within, you are not as easily shaken by the things outside of you. Oh my God. That's what I always say like about like when you can like boundaries, I feel like you have to have confidence and you have to like know yourself to like be able to like really set clear boundaries. And once you do that, it's like your way. I'm not saying it's, you're not able to be taken advantage of, but wow, it happens far less. Right. Right. Because you, you've always got you, Mm -hmm. you are able to then like know who you are what belonging feels like because you you only accept those things that you know are good for you ah and you don't have to deserve that yes you don't have to wait for anyone else to like it you don't there's no other person there's no man or partner there's no no accomplishment right no no. accomplishment that's going to give you worthiness of that it doesn't matter if you think that you need to lose like this was my thing it was always like oh i can write that book once i do all this you know research once i get this next degree or once i do this next thing like i was always setting another ladder for myself instead of enjoying the process that i was in right you know what i mean so I forget what I was born at. No, bitch, that's, you didn't forget. You just like yeah. literally, okay, you gave me Abraham Hicks. Like she's been, like, you know how like when Source speaks through you and you're just like, wow. You know, it's, and what is it? It's like when you're in a flow state and you're yeah. just saying, yeah. that's like, yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I, um, I made a pod, or not a podcast, I made a playlist on Spotify recently called The Flow State. And it's just like of music and like that, that like puts you in that like creativity place. Can we share that with our listeners? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, you guys, so um, I hope you guys were all taking notes. This has been like the most (laughs) incredible episode. I'm shook. Um, Literally, it's been such an emotional roller coaster. Like I feel like the beginning of this episode, I was learning so much. Kelsey was sobbing. And then by the second episode, like half of the episode, like I, my mind was like blown. Like I was like, holy I'm fuck. feeling like, like powerful and horny. Yeah. Hi. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, thank you guys so much for being here I, with us and being part of this episode. Yeah, like, you. I just want to say thank you to you guys. Like you both like 
I hope you know that everything that I'm saying, like you are foundational to that. And like you living your truth and stepping out and being who you are, like you're giving so many women, people, the courage to do the same thing. Like we're all in this work together. So what, you know what I mean? It's just like this easy flow energy exchange. Um, it's that uh, or, yeah, we're, we're creating, we're creating a wave. That's what I like to say. Cause these ripple oh, effects, stop, yeah, they're going to be ripple fuck. effects from this, but this is a wave. Mm. Oh, guys, I'm emotional as fuck today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for being here with us today. Allie, thank you for being here with us. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. Seriously. Yeah. And Allie and everyone listening, stay high. Woo. Bye. <laughs>